In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Today's sermon is about sermons. It was born from feedback I got last week. Someone said, I liked your sermon, but you're not very strict, are you? Hmm, maybe you're right, I thought to myself. I'm not very strict. Maybe there wasn't enough challenge in that sermon. There was too much carrot and no stick. And for that matter, I haven't talked about sin in a long time. And I haven't used the word hell for a year. So for today's sermon, I thought about stoking up the fire and the brimstone. If you think it's hot in Florida, be careful of where you're heading. Two things stop me from doing this. One is personal and one is theological. Let's start with the personal. I'm not by temperament a disciplinarian. I don't sweat minor legalities of our faith. The big spiritual things are important to me. I don't see in black and white very well. I see lots of gray. And rather than remind people of how deprived we are without God, I prefer to show people how blessed we are with Him. So in a word, my sermons aren't disciplinarian because I'm not a disciplinarian. This follows, by the way, a cardinal rule of writing. Write what you know. Don't try to write like someone else or about things you don't know. Write from your own experience. Sermon writing takes it even further. Write what you know, but also preach from who you are. Perhaps this is a spiritual lesson for everyone here. Be who you are in your spiritual life. Don't pray what you think God wants to hear or act piously for other people. Be who you are and offer that gift of who you are back to God and back to others. Now some people and some priests truly are disciplinarians. Some are thinkers. Some are all heart. Our friend from Yerevan told us that when she lived in Yerevan, she and her friends knew all the priests and their different personalities and they'd pick where to worship accordingly. If they were feeling wounded and felt like they needed love, well, Father Aris was full of love and so were his sermons, so they went there. And when they felt complacent in their lives, well, Father Mushech was very tough, as were his sermons, and so they went there. Preachers are predictable if they're preaching authentically. Some have even said that every preacher really only has one sermon. Not literally, of course, but if you laid out 500 of my sermons, you may just find one common thread. Hopefully, they all reveal God's light, but more specifically, they reveal God's light reflected off my giftedness and my sinfulness my experience and my lack thereof, my closeness to God and my distance. So the first reason I didn't preach fire and brimstone is that's not my style. The second 
more important reason is theological. I'm not preaching damnation today, and I don't preach it often because our holy scriptures assigned by our ancient lectionary, they don't preach it very often. Sometimes they do, of course. And on those occasions, it's my duty to urge you to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand and challenge you that those who want to save their lives will lose it and those who lose their life for my sake will save it. So the lectionary pushes the pastor and the parishioner alike to go beyond our comfort zone, to be who we are, yes, but also grow into what we're called to be. Yet most often, the words of God that have come down to us through scriptures, they're words of love and they're not words of fear. Today's gospel is an excellent example. It's assigned in various forms two or three times a year. Jesus is crossing the sea at night with his followers. A storm rises up out of nowhere. The boat starts falling apart and likewise the apostles become unglued. Teacher, they cry out, don't you care that we're dying? Jesus calms the water and he calms his student and says, why are you afraid? Do you still have no faith? Jesus' question isn't accusatory, it's loving in tone. How do we know that? Because the scriptures repeat, do not be afraid, over 300 times from cover to cover, more than any command. That's almost one do not be afraid for every single day of the year, like a daily vitamin to ward off sickness. So since our world is full to the brim of anxiety and fear, and is the water in which we swim, why should I cast more fear into the waters? Why would I preach fear when Jesus nearly always preached against it? In fact, is it possible that Jesus too only had one sermon? And that sermon was, love conquers fear. Ignore it, insult it, hate it, kill it, yet love conquers fear. This was a sermon that Jesus offered not merely by words, but by his very life. So may the last words of this sermon about sermons be Jesus's from the Sermon on the Mount. For like all preachers, Jesus' words reflect his heart. But more than any preacher who has ever lived, his heart reflects the heart of God. Therefore I tell you, says Jesus, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They neither sow, nor reap, nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not of more value than they? And can any of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your span of life? For it is the nations that strive and worry for these things. And indeed, your heavenly Father knows that you need all these things. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well, now and always, and unto the ages of ages. Amen.